Today is the 11th day of November, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Let us say together the Vanity. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his for he made it and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee and kneel before the Lord our maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. These are the Psalms for the eleventh day. Have mercy on me, O God, for my enemies are hounding me. All day long they assault and oppress me. They hound me all the day long. Truly, there are many who fight against me, O Most High. Whenever I am afraid, I will put my trust in you. In God, whose words I praise, in God I trust, will not be afraid. For what can flesh do to me? All day long they damage my cause. Their only thought is to do my evil. They band together, they lie in wait. They spy upon my footsteps because they seek my life. Shall they escape, despise their wickedness? O God, in your anger, cast down the peoples. You have noted my lamentation, put my tears into your bottle. Are they not recorded in your book? Whenever I call upon you, my enemies will be put to flight. This I know, for God is on my side. In God the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust, will not be afraid. For what can mortals do to me? I am bound by the vow I made to you, O God. I will present to you thank offerings. For you have rescued my soul from the depth of my feet from stumbling, that I may walk before God in the light of the living. Be merciful to me, O God, be merciful. For I have taken refuge in you. In the shadow of your wings will I take refuge until this time of trouble has gone by. I will call upon the Most High God, the God who maintains my cause. He will send from heaven and save me. He will confound those who trample upon me, 
God will send forth his love and his faithfulness. I lie in the midst of lions that devour the people. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharp sword. They have laid a net for me, and I am bowed low. They have dug a pit before me, but have fallen into the, themselves. Exalt yourself above the heavens, O God, and your glory over all the earth. My heart is firmly fixed. O God, my heart is fixed. I will sing and make melody. Wake up, my spirit. Awake, lute and harp. I myself will waken the dawn. I will confess you among the peoples, O Lord. I will sing praise to you among the nations. For your loving kindness is greater than the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Exalt yourself above the heavens, O God, and your glory over all the earth. Do you indeed decree righteousness, you rulers? Do you judge the peoples with equity? No, you devise evil in your hearts, and your hands deal out violence in the land. The wicked are perverse from the womb. Liars go astray from their birth. They are as venomous as a serpent. They are like the deaf adder which stops its ears, which does not heed the voice of the charmer, no matter how skillful his charming. O God, break their teeth in their mouths. Pull their fangs of the young lions, O Lord. Let them vanish like water that runs off. Let them wither like trodden grass. Let them be like the snail that melts away, like the stillborn child that never sees the sun. Before they bear fruit, let them be cut down like a briar, like thorns and thistles, let them be swept away. The righteous will be glad when they see vengeance. They will bathe their feet in the blood of the wicked, and they will say, Surely there is a reward for the righteous. Surely there is a God who rules in the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Revelation to John, chapter 19, beginning at the first verse. After this, I heard what seemed to be a loud voice of the great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia, salvation and glory and power to our God, for his judgments are true and just. He has judged the great who are corrupting the earth with their fornication and has avenged on her the blood of his servants. Once more, they said, Alleluia, the smoke goes up from her forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who is seated on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And from the throne came a voice, saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, all who fear him, small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the sound of many waters and like the sound of mighty thunder peals, crying out, Alleluia. For the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. 
Let us rejoice and exalt and give him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. To her it has been granted to be clothed with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and the comrades who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples. But over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day, By night you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 16, beginning at the first verse. The Pharisees and Sadducees came, and to test Jesus, they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. He answered them, When it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be stormy today, and the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation asks for a sign but no sign will be given to them except the sign of Jonah. Then he left them and went away. When the disciples reached the other side, they were forgotten to bring any bread. Jesus said to them, Watch out and beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They said to one another, It is because we have brought no bread. And becoming aware of it, Jesus said, You of little faith, Why are you talking about having no bread? Do you still not perceive? Do you not remember the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many baskets you gathered? Or the seven loaves for the 4,000 and how many baskets you gathered? How could you fail to perceive that I was not speaking about bread? Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not tolling them to beware of the yeast of the bread, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. 
Splendor and honor and kingly power are yours by right, O Lord our God, for you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a kingdom of priests to serve our God. And so to him who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. A reflection for Thursday for the week of Proper 27. A reading from the Catechetical Instructions of Theodore Bishops of Mopsostoya, year 428. The most important point to grasp is that food we take is a kind of sacrifice we perform. It is true that we commemorate our Lord's death in food and drink, believing that these are the memorials of his passion, since he said himself, This is my body which is broken for you. But it is evident also that what we perform in the liturgy is a kind of sacrifice, The duty of the high priest of the new covenant is to offer this sacrifice which revealed the nature of the new covenant. It is clearly a sacrifice, although it is not something that is new or accomplished by the efforts of the bishop. It is a recalling of this true offering, since the bishop performs in a symbol, signs of the heavenly realities, the sacrifice must manifest them, so that the bishop presents, as it were, an image of the heavenly liturgy. For we who perform our priestly office outside of the old law could not be priests unless we bore the image of the heavenly realities. St. Paul says this of Christ our Lord, If he were on earth, he would not be a priest at all, since there are priests who offer gifts and sacrifices according to the law. They serve a copy and a shadow of the heavenly sanctuary. In St. Paul's words, Christ our Lord, who is the high priest of us all, does not serve a copy and shadow of the heavenly sanctuary, like the liturgy according to the law. He is a minister in the sanctuary, in the true tent which is set up not by human beings, but by the Lord, to teach us the heavenly mysteries. When he speaks of the true tent which is set up not by human beings but by the Lord, he refers to heaven, because the tent prescribed by the law was made by mortals, whereas heaven is not made by mortals but by God. This is the tent, he means, of which Christ is the minister, since he has ascended into heaven where he has performed the liturgy on our behalf, using every means to draw us there as he promised. Since we are called by him to a new covenant, in St. Paul's words, we have received this salvation and his life and hope. Since we do not see them, but wait to be aware of the body and of the home of the Lord, we walk by faith, not by sight. For we have not yet attained the realities. We have not yet reached the heavenly blessings. We continue in faith until we ascend into heaven and go to the Lord, where we shall no longer see him in a mirror dimly, but face to face. 
We look forward to attaining to this state of reality at the resurrection, at the time as he is ordained. In the meantime, we approach the first fruits of these blessings, Christ our Lord, the high priest of our inheritance. Accordingly, we are taught to perform in this world the symbols and signs of the blessings to come. And so, as people who enter into the enjoyment of the good things of heaven by means of the liturgy, we must possess an assured hope things of heaven by means of this liturgy for what we look for. So just as the true new birth is the birth to which we look forward to the resurrection, while what we undergo at baptism is a new symbolic birth, so too the true food of immortality is the food we hope to receive and will truly receive later by the gift of the Holy Spirit, while for the present we receive the food of immortality only in symbols or by means of symbols through the grace of the Holy Spirit. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. Let your people sing with joy. Give peace, O Lord, in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Lord, keep this nation under your care and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Lord God, Almighty and Everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity. And in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, 
We humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which are offered before you for all members of your holy church. Then in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts, we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves for your service, and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church, and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>